Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. All right, we'll hit it. We'll we'll do like a three, two, one, and then hit it, and then I just hit only... it. Only, oh, you're I'm live, live baby. Let's go. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit go live right now as well, and just give it a proper intro, man. All right, what's up, guys? Ryan here. I'm with my friend Luke W. We're gonna be talking to Amazon FBA, but first, I just need to point out the fact that I'm wearing a gold chain because I quit my job today. No more nine to five. I'm hyped. Amazon FBA had a lot to do with that, so. Luke, man, how excited are you for just 2020 Amazon FBA, passive income in general? What's going on? Dude, I'm super hyped right now. And guys, we're actually running like a double live stream. He's running a live stream on his channel. I'm on my channel doing a live stream for all you guys. So if you're here, please just drop comments down on Ryan's channel if you're watching from there or on mine to let us know that the sound and everything's good. It took us a while to figure this We've been one working. out today. But we got it, and I'm stoked for 2020. Honestly, last month was a huge month for me. My products are doing really well. Awesome. And Ryan, the whole premise of this video, man, like you literally just quit your job today, and you've been making money for quite a while on FBA. When did you start? Dude, I so my journey started late 2016. Uh, going about it myself, failed, didn't figure it out. And just by chance, if you want to call it that, or if you believe everything happens for a reason, uh, ended up crossing paths with somebody who not only sold on Amazon, but was already coaching people successfully uh, about how to do it. And I ended up just paying them for one-on-one uh, coaching sessions. And that was that. It uh, that, that was really it. I mean, it took probably a lot longer than it needed to. I've, I've, I've talked about this publicly, man. I, I spent so long in the product research phase the first time because I was like scared to to you know, fail, I guess. And, uh, yeah. and when you're going through it the first time and you're parting ways with some money, it's like, it's scary. Right. But, um, how about you? How long did it take you your first time through to like find a good product? Yeah. So, I mean, I straight up was going in, I watched hundreds of hours, probably YouTube videos. Cause I had broken my leg skateboarding and was Oof. out of my job for two months, learned how to sell on Amazon from those videos. And then like wanted to do the monetary investment in a course to feel like I want the step-by-step thing and get that mm-hmm. extra help. A lot of the courses don't offer real like one-on-one help, so I didn't get much of it, but it at least made me say, I need to make this money back. And I stuck with it and found a product in the first month and a half. Didn't make a ton of money with it. It wasn't until my fourth product that I really started getting like a higher ticket thing in there that was making. I did. I looked at your stuff. I noticed you were selling like higher ticket. So that's that's cool that that worked for you, man. Yeah, I mean, that, that's great. And then I also have high volume products that I've started branching out to that get really low refund rates. And it's like, there's lightweight, they're disposable. Dude, that's amazing that you, because that's like describing the opposite of my experience with uh, high ticket products. Really? <laughs> Mine were, yeah, because without giving you the niche, I can tell you after the video, but uh, like a, it was a brand attached to one of my websites. And so I thought I could move units through just the web presence. Um, cause it, like I have a website that I made in college. It gets like a, a ton of traffic and I actually do still, still sell some branded products under there, but the, uh, oversized products, man, like they were oversized and overweight. So like any inbound shipment to the U S got split into three fulfillment centers, which hurt the, uh, inbound shipping costs. Any returns were, uh, like honestly 25 to 30 bucks usually on average to get it, to pay the return shipping. It was, Damn. it was miserable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my high ticket item is small. It's literally like this big. But then the other, that one still will get some returns and stuff. But then I have the lower cost ones. I get them for $11 and sell for $44.99, making like 23 bucks profit in after FBA fees. And they sell fast. And that's the one that gets disposed after it's used once and people are just leaving great reviews. So I found this niche and I'm just like going to capitalize and do 12 different products in different uh, niches nice. within that category. Dude, yeah, I like that strategy, man. I talk about how I did that with my first product. Like my my first product was successful, it was profitable, but it wasn't like a killer product, you know? Um, I ended up like, you know how everybody preaches like differentiate, make better, you know? And I did that and I'm not going to knock that because it can work really well and it did work for me, but it wasn't like making me enough money to retire, you know? 
Um, what I ended up doing that was super successful was like not differentiating and kind of just like using what was working in that niche as an indicator of how to approach it. And basically just, I mean, don't knock sample orders, man, to anybody listening, you know, like ordering samples as many as it takes and finding the supplier with the best product, even if it's slightly more expensive, like seriously can make all the, it can make a world of difference. That's really what helped my first product that I've grown into a brand, brand registered, et cetera, uh, really succeed. Dude, a huge thing that I just found out yesterday that's going to be a huge benefit for anyone trying to get brand registered. I just had a friend, because I, I know getting a trademark takes months and months, but Amazon has a special service where you can get a lawyer through Amazon and they'll let you get, as, as soon as you file for the trademark, you'll be brand registered within 10 days. Dude, that's amazing. You need to send me that. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome because so uh, I've i been using my dad and my sister, man. They're both lawyers, but they don't have that urgency that I have. So they're slow, you know, and plus it's a slow system in general. So, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, literally, like I just found it out and there's all these trademark attorneys that are within Seller Central that you hit up and then it's like 850 bucks or whatever. It's expensive, but you're still going to be able to get brand registry. Dude, it's expensive, but I mean, it's not that much more than like using trademarkia or like I get it at min price using my, my family members. And what, I mean, what's $500 if you get brand registered and keep a hijacker off your listings, or you put the enhanced brand content up and you see that spike in sales, that spike in conversion rate, which all of a sudden you're ranking higher. I mean, come on, that's, that's almost a no brainer to me. It's a lot easier when, you know, I'm, we're, we're both making money through FBA. So like we can justify the expense. If you're just getting started, I can see why you might not want to pay the extra, but yeah. And, uh, I mean, I have my little chat window here. Pool secrets is like, yo, what's up guys. So howdy, howdy back to you. And if you guys are watching this, drop a thumbs up, you know, uh, drop any comments you have. This guy literally just quit his job today. Yep. With, because of FBA, like, tell us how long have you been doing this? You said it took you a little longer to get started than I got up live. Have. Yeah. 2017, uh, I think April. So one cool thing, by the way, if you're new, uh, to, to Luke's subscribers, well, first of all, to my subscribers, man, check out Luke's channel. I put a link in the description, top, top link right there. She's doing great stuff. He's showing people how to get their FBA business started, putting out great content. I, I have been guilty lately of not putting out as much FBA content. Um, you know, I've been doing a little, doing some other stuff, but I did have an FBA mini series planned and I put that on pause because of the uh, coronavirus. but we'll, we'll, let's come back to that. It took me, I think four months to get my, from like meeting the coach to getting the first product selling. It was like, uh, April, 2017. And I've put income reports out since then. So dude, April, 2017 april 26th was the day i bought my amazon course nice man and so you learned from a course was, so you did learn from a course yeah i learned cool. from a course but i watched a ton of videos before i bought the course uh and then like another reason i wanted to get you on the channel and uh by the way his channel will be linked down below is that you're pretty much way more than an expert than i am at merch by amazon and like these other print on demand things so we'll have a separate live stream for that later on this is yeah, more for of a sure. celebratory thing but uh i mean that's why we got the gold chain out baby hey and you you kind of did a your profit breakdown your income reports i like that idea i've done i just started doing those now too but yeah man people really what, like them i think showing the realistic makes, climb you know because it's not like overnight success like some some fake gurus on youtube like to project it to be yeah, you know. but I mean, so you've been doing it literally as long as I have, and you've built a channel. You got like seven thousand subscribers. I've made so many videos, and I still only have like <laughs> under four thousand. But that ain't I, right, I, man. Everybody needs to sub to Luke. <laughs> hey, yeah. I don't I, get I, it though, man, because I hear the same shit. People are like, "Why don't you have more subscribers?" I'm like, "I don't know." Tell YouTube to send more people my way, man. Promote my <laughs> my videos. That's yeah, but it's kind of cool because we can actually touch one on one to each person that reaches out to us. We're not those right, guys that right. are like money hungry Lambo driving guys that are like, yeah, give us your money. We ain't going to talk to you. So like, it's cool to kind of be at this level where you can still get one-on-one -on -one with people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, usually when people reach out on like Facebook or something, it's like, are you a bot? <laughs> like, nah, sadly it's me. I, I, <laughs> I don't lie. I sit at a computer all day. Um, I used to sit in an office. Now I'm just going to be sitting in my 
bedroom where I have my computer, which is why I got the green screen behind me. But, um, you know, same old same. I'm hoping to just scale this stuff, scale my businesses, my FBA business, merch business, print on demand, and the YouTube thing, man. I love YouTube, though. I'm so happy I got started. Yeah, honestly, I how did you get started on YouTube? What made you want to do it? You know, it's... The dead truth is that I saw Kevin David's videos and like it didn't matter like what you were watching on YouTube. If it was like related to FBA, it would autoplay into Kevin David's videos for some reason. Like back when he had like no subscribers, every video autoplay Kevin David. Like he was from San Francisco or like Cali. I think he might have had a friend at YouTube that flipped the switch that does exist. I've heard people say it exists 100% where you're getting... uh fake organic growth and i was like yo this dude doesn't know what he's talking about so it just fueled my fire man every day i was like hold up nah if he's gonna be misleading people about how this stuff works when he clearly like i mean not clearly but some of the info is good most of it's regurgitated but that's how that's what got me going man how about you yeah uh back you probably know like tanner j fox right Mm -hmm. so he had his course and i just saw people buying his course Passive Income School is open. Enroll now at ryansmethod.com. Thank you. They were making affiliate commissions. I was like, wait, I can buy this course and make a video, like a review video, and then people will buy that course. So that's what started with me. So I ended up making like almost 70 sales of that course while Damn, I was just dude. learning YouTube just by reoccurring videos and... Uh, documenting the journey from day one like i watched my earliest videos today even with my girl and we just looked at them when i had a broken leg how long did it take you to do the first video uh my video the first one i filmed was on march i mean may 21st so i bought the course so about a month later i did the first uh, review video and woke up the next day and two people bought it damn dude i was like whoa youtube's amazing and then i just kept doing it doing it And I mean, at this point, like so many people that I saw doing those review videos and trying to get content out, like a lot of them have just died off. So it's cool that you started when I did and we just were sticking with it. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing, I guess, like, you know, see if it works for you, right? Like I've, I've learned to love it, but obviously it sucked up front, you know, and like I've been teaching, like I'm a, like I teach web development at the college level. And so like, I know how to speak to a group. But like speaking to a webcam, like looking at a little like robotic piece of machinery right now, it's just weird. You don't, I mean, you get used to it, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super weird. And the, the other big thing is like, don't get discouraged. Same with FBA or anything you do. Like you're not going to get crazy results. I, I was just grateful for like a few views or my first like on a video. I'm like, random people are watching it. The same yep. effect happened with FBA. It's like, my first sale, it was only like three bucks profit or something. I'm like, Oh my God, someone bought this somewhere in the world. And just those little like grateful moments are what keeps me going. Yeah, man. It's for sure. It's definitely gratifying to see, like start a new website, see the traffic come in start a YouTube channel, see the sub count grow. Getting to that 100 sub count is like the best feeling ever. (laughs) Yeah. And then now at this point, like teaching people and stuff, it's like, wow, we, we've actually helped people make passive income. I even got my dad on this and he's making like Dude, yeah, pay it forward, man. It's really what it is, you know? Yeah, uh, and there's not, people are like, how can you teach people? Why would you give away your secrets? How would you answer that question? Dude, yeah, that's literally what my parents tell me. And I'm just like, man, like, first of all, you know, what I call Ryan's method, basically it's like a complimentary approach to passive income. So it's kind of like saying if you succeed at FBA, you know, maximize the ROI from your seller central account by selling FBM print on demand products, you know, and if you're doing that, maybe sell through Amazon merch because you already know how to sell on Amazon. You know how like how to rank a product with keywords and whatnot, create good listings, etc. So, you know what I mean? And so I don't know what my parents tell me. Well, the reason I said that actually was because like they all intersected Amazon and like, man, Amazon is just absolutely murdering, right? Like from an e-commerce, just like market perspective, they're the number one e-commerce website in the world. There's so much meat on the bone that I could tell everybody how to do what I do. And it's like, we're all going to be successful. Everybody wins, right? You make a little bit of money. The customers are happy. It's all yeah, good. And he, 
And even if like I go tell 4,000 individual people how to sell and they all somehow become experts, then, then like that's still such a small, well, then you're an amazing teacher too. (laughs) If you go for a hundred percent like that, man, (laughs) no. Yeah. The thing that the downfall a lot of times happens is like people are interested, they're hyped. And then that emotion wears off, you know, and then they're like, they don't continue it or they like some people hit me up even months, six or eight months later, but I'm still there for them. You know, like, I'm still like, dude, yeah, let's, let's help you out and uh, get you a product going. So I still will get on the Skype calls with people and just see what we can get going. For sure. But like there's, I can give away all my secrets and there's just millions and millions of products. So it's not like they're going to come jump on my product and like, absolutely, man, try and compete. The one thing that like, I remember you just kind of like reminded me of probably like the most significant moment of, uh, me working with the guy who coached me to get through the whole process for the first time. And it was like, you know, I spent way too long on product, product research. You know, we had this like really like well done refined process of like basically how to project your profitability without spending a dime to like a pretty accurate mark, just using like public data, you know? And, uh, I was like looking for the golden egg that didn't exist. And one day he's just like, man, like you need to just like, he's like, show me your list. What are you looking at? Okay. That product right there. Why aren't you selling it? And I was like, came up with some stupid reason. He's like, nah, 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 you're going to sell that product. Just do it. And then that's, you know, that was moderately successful. And the story was I launched more products in that niche. A lot of them were very successful, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. People get caught up and they're like, I need that perfect golden nugget Grand Slam product. But really, like, even my dad, I tried to encourage him to do certain things. And he's like, no, I want to sell this fitness tracker watch, which is super saturated. But he found a special model or that was doing well. And he just, with even hardly any reviews, still pulled like 16 sales a day in his Damn. first like month or two on Amazon. And we we're highlighting all that progress. But it's just like throw something out there and don't waste all your money on that initial investment. I just say like get like a hundred units of something. It's enough time for you to reorder, not too few. You're gonna mm-hmm. run out and see how it's gonna work for you. And it's it's a little test for like a thousand. Dude, I actually, bucks or I really like that actual like mentality too, because the what I usually teach is more like you know exactly by the numbers. Like okay, you should be able to project this many sales based on your competition. So place this order. But like, you know what, man, if you have to place like a smaller order just to get started, like it's way better to do that and feel validated about placing the bigger order and just getting the ball rolling, you know, because it's a long FBA, unlike any other of these models, man, any of these other complimentary models like Amazon merch, like, you know, they're all like, you can have that instant gratification on those. Whereas FBA, man, it's like, it's a little bit of a grind, you know, you you project the future months out, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's what I like to do. Just get the ball rolling because, you know, it does pile up on people to the point where they're like, this is just too much. I'm overwhelmed. But it's like Mm -hmm. if you just get that product in and experience and and gain the experience of just making sales. then Yeah, when you see those bars pop up in the app, man. Yeah, dude. It gets addicting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's go back to just how you freaking quit your job. Like what income amount did you need? What why did you quit today? Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, like, man, my parents are super conservative and I always look to them for advice, you know, but like they, none of them were like, they're not self-employed. I love them to death, but like, you know what I mean? They work nine to five jobs. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's like what they did. And for me, it's like, it's weird when your brain kind of switches into that other mode of thinking of like, Oh wait, but if I can make like enough passive income, I can kind of get a little bit more freedom. Right. And I kind of got like addicted to that thought over the years. I think it started with the, my wife quit her job podcast hosted by Steve Chu. If you haven't heard of that, he's great. He's, um, helping people create financial freedom, basically super intelligent guy, successful on FBA, but also like his own, um, store online store. And, uh, you know, once the seeds planted, man, it just gets addicting. But as far as like income went, like, you know, I've been making enough money to not have to work a nine to five. Like my income reports show that, but you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, man, like, it's just, it's tough too. I built a life around my job where I was working. I was there for over five years. I met my girlfriend, like she lives real close. One of my best friends sat in the desk next to me for a couple years, man. 
you know? So it's just, you know, you get used to it. It's easy to get comfortable, you know? So. And now from here, man, you're going to have a lot more free time. So what plans do you have for like freaking expanding more products, like more teaching? Like what's the, what's the game plan? Yeah. So I'm also not completely like self-employed, I guess. Cause I, I have been teaching at the college level, teaching web development. I do still have that job. So I've got like a little bit of like of a cushion there. I have the base income. And, uh, so I'm not going to be out on the streets if, if things don't, don't go my way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I was actually, I wanted to ask you too, like, what are your thoughts on like how many new products you want to launch in 2020? Like for me with the day job, it was hard. Like this past year, 2019, I only launched three new products Mm -hmm. and it's like three is good, but is, is that where I want to be? Like, I think there's more potential than just launching three, but I won't know if I only launch three. I mean, so yeah, launching products now that we've been in this for a while, we know how to do things. We know almost kind of how to rinse and repeat, but it's easier once you find a good market and then just create, you can even go create variations or, or products. And then that's a whole new product in your market. For sure. That's, that's a good point, man. My whole thing is like, I found this market and inside that market, there's so many different niches of different categories. So I'm literally going to do like 12 products this year. I already did two and I made $80 sales of them yesterday, two sales of that. And it doesn't even have a review. It has one image. I don't even have my images done. So, uh, hyped on that thing. It's kind of a seasonal item, but then Mm -hmm. the other 10 are going to be all of these products within that niche that I mentioned before that have low refund rate, uh, just good, good stuff. And I'm just going to rinse and repeat in each category with those. Cause I know how to create the bundle that I need to stand out. And that's kind of what's going to highlight my product and certain products need those bundles. Certain ones, you know, you can just kind of go with what everyone else is doing and maybe add a little, maybe it's just images, you know? Yeah. It, it all product market. For sure, man. And also that kind of reminded me of something else I want to tap into this year more than I've done in the past. And that's, um, you know, you're, you're familiar with Amazon merch where we sell like print on demand products on Amazon. And I want to, this is something I've done in the past successfully, but let fall to the wayside just because yeah, I don't want to make excuses. I mean, whatever. I didn't, I didn't follow up and I should have, but like you can sell FBA print on demand products through seller central you know, like FBA coffee, like people make a killing selling print on demand coffee mugs, FBM. But if you have like a killer design or like someone on my YouTube comments just today, we were theorizing about, um, you know, one of the downsides of Amazon in my most recent income report, I talked about how a hijacker targeted me specifically jumped on over 200 of my listings. They're all FBM print on demand. So it's not like it's not going to make me go bankrupt or anything, but like it just sucks. I'm losing a ton of sales to him. We were like, how is he, how are they like making money? And then this guy was like helping me do the research and was saying that he was finding some hats on like AliExpress and thinking that maybe there's just a long shipping period and he's getting them maybe from China embroidered there or, you know what I mean? Like buying the raw material and he's embroidering them because he's, he's undercutting me by enough that like, I can't even get in a pricing war, you know? Dude. Yeah. Dude, it's 200 sucks, products. See, I don't know all about this. 200 FBM plus. And, wow. Like, yeah, I'm, that's why I need to talk to you a little bit more about it. But I mean, I've been using like Merchant Informer, the tool to just kind of find good markets, <clears throat> see what's ranking. I actually watched your videos when I was learning that in the beginning. So it's crazy. Hope it it's just, <laughs> yeah, crazy to just have you on the channel now. But, uh, what would you say, like, compare merch by Amazon to, like, FBA in the amount of work? Like, what, I mean, the amount of work and then how much money you're going to make based on, like, your recent income report. Yeah, man. So, you know what's funny is, like, on the come up, I, I learned kind of, well, I learned merch slightly after I got that first FBA product, like, up for sale. But um, I literally applied for my merch account, like, the same maybe even week that I agreed to like the coaching with that guy who taught me FBA it all, they both like intersected, but I didn't get my merch account till like early 2017, like March probably. And I think I didn't do anything with it until April. Um, sorry. So I'm looking at my comments. Someone wants to know what you make a month. Well, I just lost, I just left my day job. So I'm, I'm down about 
100k. So, oh, you said month. My bad. That was year. I wish I made that much in a month. But uh, do you the ask math how much there. you made last month or something? No, that was my day job as a senior web developer. So, um, oh yeah, how much was that? You said like a hundred. Well, actually, I had a job offer at 120k, and I turned that down just because I told you, man, I was like living near my girlfriend. My best friend worked with me. And I was friends with everybody, so I turned that down. I was making 103k, you know, as a front end, as a senior front end developer. I mean, it's in Northern Virginia. It's it's about right. Um, this guy's this guy's saying man's wearing a Cuban. I guess hey, to quit my job, man. We're celebrating. Is that what that's called? <laughs> yeah, Cuban links, except it's plastic. You could you could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we're balling out. He's quitting his job, dude. But I mean. You were, you had a, you, we came from different backgrounds. You were making a crap ton or whatever, 10K a month. And I was at a part-time server job, fresh out of college, ready to be a broadcast news journalist, which would go into the soon. That helps you on YouTube news. though. You're doing a great job, man. Hey, yeah, that's what I, I mean, it helped me with YouTube. And ultimately, if you watch my first video, like you'll see, I was just super chilled out. I don't know if I was on like the painkillers at that time with the broken leg, but I was just like, yo. <laughs> so, hey, nobody sees those videos unless you like bring them up. So I know if, if you look back, you'll see the journey that like now I'm here now and I just get better and better at talking and it helps the confidence. It's mm -hmm. just so much better. But I was making like 2800 a month at the job, uh, still living at home and all that. Like you can see, I got family pictures. I'm still living at home because in the Seattle area, it's literally like two grand to live anywhere cool per month. Yeah, dude. And it's like, I want to just use home as a home base, go travel the world, then come and find a spot where I want to go live at. But I mean, I'm making three or four times as much per month now uh, that I was at that other job. So it's like, you got to sacrifice, keep your day job, make money online. And once you have enough to replace it, then just kind of uh, switch it up and maybe go full entrepreneur mode on it. For sure, man. And part of like a big, like a big part of what I preach on my channel is like diversification, you know? Cause uh, like, it's like, it's not just a day job, but like, it's like if I was working a web, as a web developer, then I also was like teaching web development, you know? And uh, there's other ways to monetize like being a web developer, but also with like passive income and, and what I call like Ryan's method. It's like learn how to sell on Amazon, then go crush it at FBA, merch, FBM, print on demand through Seller Central, KDP, you know what I mean? There's all these ways and there's more than that. Like I'm just talking about the ones that I'm doing now, but I've heard of one called like ACX where you can sell audiobooks and uh it's like now i have time to learn about acx and see if that's for me you know like i just love the the potential man i know there's so many streams of income honestly like i remember months ago i, I counted myself i had like eight streams of income from youtube ad revenue to coaching calls to mm -hmm. just all these other random streams affiliate marketing through youtube yeah you even if they're minor they add up right yeah have you ever counted how many you have so I did a 2019 video, other ways I made money and, uh, didn't like whenever I'm filing taxes each year, then I have to count, but like, that'll be in about April. So if you want accurate projections, if I actually share the real numbers, I might, but in my video the other day, I was like ballparking things. And yeah, I talked about like course enrollments, uh, one-on-one -on -one coaching. I don't think I shared YouTube revenue, but like surprisingly that, like I've been running AdSense ads on a website that got 2.2 million visitors last year. And that doesn't make shit. It makes like three grand, but YouTube has been making me like 600 a month. So yeah. Cause with YouTube, we're in this niche of like entrepreneurship. Where Might be a good niche. Gonna, yeah. They're going to bid way more for ads on our channels compared to like a kid's channel where kids aren't going to go buy ads. But, uh, I have this other comment here from Christopher Gomez asking realistically guys how much can someone start with Amazon I'll let you take that one first so yeah this is a common question and um, for me like I don't mind sharing what my first order cost it cost me 1600 for the products but like we were just saying like 10 minutes ago like you don't necessarily have to do the bigger order if if it means just getting the ball rolling it's okay to start small I spent 1600 on the products and then I paid 
and I paid more than I had to for air shipping to get it selling quicker, which is not a requirement. Sea shipping is definitely about half as much. And uh, so I was in for 2400 on my first order. How about you? Man, I got 100 units of neodymium magnets, and I shared this on the channel. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> they're these super strong magnets, and I got a 10-pack of them, and I, want, I was all excited, and I went and like DIY, like do it yourself Facebook groups to try and sell magnets and I made an ebook and put that on my main image nice. and just tried to like differentiate but it cost me five hundred dollars with shipping to get a hundred units Dude, nice. of something in. That's oof. and uh, and this B Stein saying it started he started with two K. So it's all over the board. It depends I like fifteen hundred as like a minimum like you've done no product research so you don't know what the product's gonna be. I like fifteen hundred as like you're gonna have enough to get something. Like the last person I did one on one coaching with, which I don't do anymore, but uh, the last guy I did that with, his first product was like twelve hundred all in initially. You know? That's with shipping. Yeah, and I so just it can be started done. this I just started my other product uh, within this great little niche that I buy for eleven dollars each and sell for forty five and I mean that's doing eight to ten sales a day and it's like that was eleven hundred dollars. Again, I only ordered a hundred units, so eleven hundred bucks. Uh so yeah, I mean realistically it could and then I have my higher ticket items for a hundred units, that's six grand. Mm -hmm. So I mean sixty bucks a pop, but then there's I'm making eighty six dollars profit per unit Dude, when I sell sick, at one seven seventy nine ninety nine. See when I saw your some of your videos like look, talking about or just even just showing your stats, like I was doing the math in my head and I was like, Oh, he's making a good amount of money and <laughs> I guess because I, I cut loose those products that I mentioned that I was selling between 100 and, well, basically between 99.99 and 150 because I had variants. I had five different SKUs of basically the same product, just upgrades. And uh, I just associated like high, high ticket with like big products and I didn't want that headache of oversized. But it's like I, I was sleeping on the thought of like high ticket, small, so you don't get that you know, inbound shipping alone was just crushing me because you have to send them to, you either get to send them or you either have to send them to three warehouses or you can pay extra up front to Amazon and send it to one location. Inventory but you're kind of like hedging a bet there, hoping that that's a cheaper option, you know? Yeah, that's the inventory placement service. I used to do that and then I'm like, nah, because I kept noticing it was like 50 cents or something or more than that per unit that you send out. And another thing on the shipping note is like with the air shipping, some, sometimes it's like, if you're getting a hundred units, like I always, I like to recommend that. I mean, the course I took said get 500 units. Some people hundred to 250 is fine, I think. And then uh, I would say take like 30 out of your hundred units, airship them, and then mm. you can rank those. Get yeah, that works too. You can, you can definitely have them take a couple uh, cartons of your product and, and ship it via air. And that then works. the rest by C, and then you have mm -hmm. something to play with while it's in Amazon. The only downside of that is like <laughs> the uh, the inbound shipping people will get mad at you, you know, because you get the receiving notification, and then the rest of it comes like a month later. But yeah, I think well, I made uh, two sh two separate. Oh, you did it that plans. way. Got you. Um, and then we got someone saying, "Hey, Luke, how's it going? It's excellent. Happy 2020, y'all." And then uh, uh, he. Other homie out here is like, yo, I started with around the same amount, about 3K, all liquid capital you had. So, yeah, and if you got money on hand, then you, it's in your savings. It's not doing anything. And you Interest rates are low. Use your money. <laughs> Put your money to work, man. Yeah. Uh, like the guy who made the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, was uh, he did an interview on the Valuetainment YouTube channel that they dropped yesterday. Go listen to that. Like That dude Robert, is such – he's so smart, man. Just Robert listen to him talk about money. His name's Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beast. He writes all those, like, Rich Dad, Poor Dad books. There's, like, a series. All, like, yeah, I read them. monetary theory, basically. You can call it that, I guess. But, like, yeah, his interview is talking about, like, the year 2020, projecting the near future and stuff like that. It's really good. But, yeah, put yeah, your money like, to work for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got this whole thing about the employee mindset versus, like, business person mindset. 
The employees want to have that one-on-one -on -one interaction. They put time in, they want money back that day. Entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. big business people, they got to sacrifice, not make money for a while. And then it's going to lead to a passive income return in the, in the future. Yeah. It's a grind. <laughs> it's, it's um, been a grind for me, man, but yeah. Dude, you quit. Today is the celebratory oh. day. The, the live stream too, man. I'm loving it that I get to celebrate with everybody. And this is your first live stream too, right? First live stream, yeah. I did one Facebook live before. <laughs> so yeah. first to YouTube though. What's up guys? Lives are, lives are definitely good, man. Like we got to do more of them. Do them solo on your channel too. Just yeah, for sure. Easy. No excuses now. I mean, I got time now, so. Yeah, I mean, any other comments you guys have, want to drop them, that's awesome. Yeah, any and, questions, uh, my chat either. Um, <laughs> let us know. People have yeah. been asking like about uh, how many income sources that uh, that we have, you know. For me, so, it's like FBA plus the other stuff I mentioned that I teach in my courses, basically print-on-demand FBA. Yeah, I mean, I counted like eight with YouTube ad revenue, coaching calls, affiliate marketing, Amazon FBA sales, course sales. Uh, I mean, there's, I mean, and if you want to count it individually, like affiliate with Helium 10, like Jungle Scout affiliate and all these other ones. So mm -hmm. it just yeah, adds yeah. up. I kind of like eight when I had time to think about it, but I mean, dude. Yeah, I don't even know. I've never tried to count, honestly. Cause like between like web development too, that I have sprinkled in, it's nothing making me rich, but like, it's there, you know, it's, it, it's there, you know, I charge like hosting, I charge hourly and, uh, you know, since I've been spread so thin with like all this other stuff, I've like had justification to make no less than a hundred dollars an hour, which people pay. I mean, Hey, I'm like hosting like websites for businesses, you know, they don't care. Um, so that's been nice. And uh, like you said, affiliate income, I didn't even like, you know, I spent one year on YouTube, so I didn't even think about that stuff. But every now and then I'll just see like a payment come through for like a hundred bucks for whatever, you know, merchant former affiliates or something. And uh, yeah, you know, and that, that stuff's good, you know, cause it's mutually beneficial. I'm assuming you're not like shilling out for products that you don't actually use. Like I don't, I don't recommend stuff that I don't use. If you look in the description right now, I put a section products I or services I use for FBA and it's like literally all stuff that you can find me posting in-depth reviews on how to use you know because I actually use them yeah that's the way to do it I mean I I uh was given a course to watch and just ask uh, the guy was like what do you think of this and I was like well you have like five different product research tools in your course like mm -hmm. That's going to kind of confuse people. Like I actually just had to update my program because it's like, I used to talk all about jungle scout. I loved it. I loved Same, everything dude. about it. Same. And, and then they literally like tripled or freaking doubled the price. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is I still love, like, I still, you know, there's a place in my heart for jungle scout. I got the lifetime. So I'm like still in there for a, a discount, but, but I give people options. Yeah. Um, you know, Helium, the three I, I use or I recommend are personally are, well, if I, I'd rather say two. I mean, like I'm liking Jungle Scout and AMZ Scout as a, as a number two, that's more affordable lately. How about you? Yeah. So when I got Jungle Scout back when I started Amazon, the Chrome extension is the most crucial thing for me when I use, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even use the product database that much to do the filters and find products. I mean, I make videos about that showing how to do yeah, it. That's but the thing. It, I love the product database. <laughs> I mean, I love it too, but I, I mean, shoot, I don't even look for products that much. And when I do, I'll just go right into Amazon and do weird, weird manual research. That's, methods, that's the thing, man. Yeah. You know, what's weird is like, you do get to that point where you're more comfortable just going in and doing it manually. You know, it's weird saying that, but like, it's the truth. Like I start manual and then I double check what I'm thinking with like the tools. And yeah, there's awesome things like, uh, so, I mean, without getting too far ahead of myself, like the jungle scout, when I got it, it was $97 and that was it. And for mm -hmm. life. And now it's 97 a month for the Chrome extension. Dude, that's how popular it is. I guess, man, that kind of <laughs> sucks, but it's also opening the doors to their competitors for, you know, more affordable entry points, you know? So since then I I've been talking a bit more about just helium 10 and they actually just updated their thing. So it's like, now they have your, your profit tracker, which is really nice. Have you know, used they have it? A, uh, I, I just haven't used, used theirs. Yeah. 
I just set it up yesterday and it's like super accurate. So I've always nice. been putting my profits like manually into Google Sheets every day. But now this is accounting for just everything instantly. So yeah. I don't have to look at all the promo codes I've used and this and that. Yeah. Dude, that's so, so pivotal. Like Jungle Scout had a branch called Fetcher and they rebranded it as uh, as Jungle Scout Sales Analytics. So hmm. I had to like update all my links because I was linking to nothing, you know. But like I, I will shill out for Fetcher big time because I love Fetcher. That was like what they rebranded. But like, yeah, man, without that, I, I couldn't like run my business. <laughs> Because I, I had like 30 FBA SKUs at one point, you know? It was... Dude. <laughs> well, because like not all of them were like doing big, big business. You know what I mean? Some of them were like moving slow. So, it, and some yeah. of them were like print on demand FBA, you know? So it wasn't all just like straight from China. Some of them were manufactured. Well, some of them were like coffee mugs import to US from China, design in US, and then send to FBA, that sort of thing. Dang, so. man. Yeah, you've done a lot more crazy stuff than I feel like I have. I just honed in on a couple of things and just, like, just went ham at those things. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the in... thing, man. Like, I didn't I, I didn't keep up with the FBA print-on-demand. I wish I did because I know I missed out on, like, extra potential. But either way, who cares? Like, as long as you're making money, you know? I just, yeah, I just found out about merch by Amazon literally, like, two or three months ago. Yeah, dude, I love Amazon merch. I, but the one thing I'll the one tip I'll give any merch by Amazon beginners is like when you're in tier ten, do not make the Chiefs Super Bowl T-shirt, right? Don't make the Kobe Bryant is dead T-shirt. Like, make like the Happy Fifth Birthday T-shirt. You know, something that's not gonna get you trademarked. That's like the biggest thing that happens in in merch, man. They're unforgiving in the ten tier. So, yeah, will they just ban your account at that point? For sure. Like, yeah, they'll just ban you. That's like the most common thing people reach out to me about. Dang. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. still in tier ten, so yeah. Just uh, <laughs> I'm be, not doing be agile. Know. Be I agile. Know Delete products that don't sell. Replace with new ones. Price at thirteen oh seven. Scale the account. You know, I'm in tier twenty thousand now, so it's. Damn, dude. Yeah. Um, fill up loud guys do you use any sourcing software like tactical arbitrage or fba wizard at all if so what are your thoughts on them i've never heard of those actually i've never heard of them sourcing software do you mean like finding us suppliers or something like that or i mean it's literally like we were just talking about i just i still have jungle scout for the chrome extension and i i still have their lifetime plan too but i have helium 10 as well and i just kind of bounce I back. I think there was something Jungle Scout, like Greg Mercer said about uh, like a new enhancement to Jungle Scout where like you could, somehow they were like tapping. I, he made it sound like when things pass through customs into the US, like maybe something about the uh, origin of the, the products was in a public record. And Jungle Scout was like tying the Amazon product to the supplier through, it sounded super shady. I don't know if anything came of that, but I heard of it. I'm 100%. I remember hearing him talk about it. Dude, he did a freaking... He, I got him on my channel. What? He talked, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's awesome. And we did a little interview, and it, we went over the supplier database, and that's where he went into all these HS codes and crazy things where you can yeah. go find your competitors who are getting all the best reviews, and then you find out where their suppliers are and then he was showing me like oh north face gets their stuff from these people Dude, in that's vietnam sick, patagonia all these and then you can go like source from these legit companies that are making super high quality materials and i it, i kind of got lost in products or the supplier database but um something to look into i guess yeah like for me so this is like a good segue. Um, we should probably go for like maybe another max like 15 minutes, you think? Just wrap it at an hour? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, I was thinking like I was going to piggyback off what I mentioned earlier with like the coronavirus and uh, it's going to definitely impact like it's going to impact the world economy, even though the stock market today was not reflecting of that. But um, like China... Uh, Nike, for instance, like there was a push on Yahoo Finance's app saying like Nike publicly saying their business will be impacted negatively by China, you know, and like I'm pretty sure I saw something that like Tesla's Shanghai uh, production factories closed. 
and it's like this shit is gonna impact like I I'm guilty of I'll admit it I'm guilty of everything I import is from China just because I have the whole all these systems set up to do stuff on autopilot you know and I was coasting and now I'm like thinking about in, looking for alternative suppliers the problem is like if there's if there's anything different if it's a drop off in quality it's gonna be a huge headache so that's like another problem you know have your have any of your suppliers like said we're having issues i meant i asked my guys and after the chinese new year you know uh, they said by the 8th or the 10th they're going to be able to produce me my my high ticket items that i'm running out of stock with already again so i think some suppliers are good How, what have you said so that's the thing i haven't reached out to any yet but like i have like a guy on the ground in china that actually He's like my freight forwarder, but I've flown out and like met him, man. Like we're, we're buddies, you know, we've been working together for years at this point. And, uh, he like helps me with sourcing and whatnot. And he's, he gave me the gist that it's like pretty bad, you know, like, and that it's, it might get worse, man. Like, and it depends where you are in China, I guess. But if you look at the map, um, and of like the spread, yeah, it seems like it's kind of, it's not good. (laughs) I know, dude, I'm tripping out like there were cases already like in my area one case in my area they got the guy like already put away and stuff but i i was doing research research on the coronavirus it's like they call it that because it's got these weird like tentacle Mm. heads on top that look like a crown or something i don't know but i mean there's many different types of coronaviruses and i guess this one's like a designer one some some even say that it was made in like a lab yeah i've heard the conspiracies i love a good conspiracy theory hell yeah regardless of where it was made though it's it's fucking shit up man like <laughs> i know i'm freaking sketched out a little bit but at least i don't have to go work a job where you know there's a lot of sick people yeah me neither classroom oh yeah i'm gonna be in classroom though damn it <laughs> i gotta teach oh shit <laughs> yeah but um you know do you remember the uh the solar eclipse like a couple years ago and do you remember like the stories of the people who jumped on that opportunity enough in advance they made life-changing wealth selling uh solar eclipse glasses on amazon and this in theory i mean it coincided with chinese new year so i don't know how you could have really projected it early enough but if it wasn't chinese new year and you were like super on top you were agile you in theory maybe could have put in a an order of like uh you know i don't even know how many i would have probably ordered like a hundred thousand just balled out surgical masks and said ship them via air express to the united states because even though there's like 11 documented cases in the united states right now or don't quote me but i think it was like 11 look at look at the bestseller rank on surgical masks on amazon (laughs) people are making a they're making a killing right now Put it surgical mask and then even the m2 mask is one that i've heard a lot of people are talking about but yeah we got some, dude yeah i mean that's the thing that's like, what pops up when you type surgical masks they're, they're buying the nice ones yeah oh my god which justifies higher price point which justifies bigger margins there are people man, man making making bank right now Dude. Opportunist. The thing also a little a little weird note is just like the high ticket items. Usually when you go for those, you'll find less competitors just because it's a bigger barrier to for entry. sure. So the, yeah. the barriers to entry, you know, you gotta think about those. And I mean, the the more there are, the more likely you are to just not have competition too much catching up with you. But we had a couple other people here. Philip. Uh, followed up with this thing here and said that the tactical arbitrage or FBA wizard people find products for you. They find products for you by your filtered settings. It's a real time saver. So that's just going to like a, is it like product database or like suppliers? Uh, I think it's literally just a service that goes and finds products based on. Oh, got you. Yeah. Cause like if you go to like jungle market or even Fiverr, man, people will do that. Yeah. That's smart. I mean, honestly, like, I might check. I might just try it out because I make a video about my experience and show yeah, people what it was like. Because if it's good, I mean, I'll use it. And then B Stein is like, I find products by simply browsing random products on Amazon. Jungle Scout Chrome extension is all I use to see the numbers. So that's kind of like where I'm yeah. at now, like getting down deep in the rabbit holes and just finding weird things and taking that main keyword for that product market, plugging it in, running the numbers. Check the long tail too. That's always a smart one, you know? 
Oh, yeah. I like doing the just typing in the broad one and then space bar and seeing all the little niches. Yeah, yeah. Do you, have you s- heard of a AMZ suggestion expander? It's basically just like it takes your autocomplete and just like makes it slightly better, basically. It gives you some prefix words and like afterwards, before and afterwards. Dude, uh, so KT9, you know, those guys have been in the news lately with just being bad. Negative, right? What was that? Negative, right? Yeah, Not positive. Stuff. I've heard some really no. bad things about those guys. Yeah, so, like, they they reached out to me at one point, and they gave me their Boost 9 tools, so I did a review video on that before I heard all this. They have like, their own people. tool? <laughs> Yeah, they have their tool, and that's basically what it is. It's an Amazon auto-suggester thing that will show you, like, basically without even clicking into any of the products, like, how how good they are based on a 7 out of 7 score of 7 out of the top 10 are making over 5 grand in revenue, and their 7 out of the top 10 have under 100 reviews. And then it was working great, and then I saw it had some, like, weird bugs, and the tool itself was, like, 300 bucks, uh, but... That's just kind of expanding on three hundred dollars, man. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. like as much as almost people will pay for my course to have me literally like be in your pocket, like yeah. teaching you Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Which you you might want to yeah you might want to consider upping that, but you know, because I'm sure you're providing a good valuable one on one service. But I guess it's about capacity, like we said, man. Like take advantage, guys. Like, you know, in in another year, we're gonna be at like. 70,000 subs <laughs> yeah. or more, right? I mean, and and that's cool that we're doing this collaboration because I used to do those a bit more and I was actually on Tanner Fox's channel as a little success story nice. way back way back in July. So I started in April and on July I was on his channel and I came up like 300 f- subscribers and like, a few days and it was yeah because like, he's damn. he's balling on youtube man he's got you know what you got to do those in the video you got to rock this t-shirt so that people go to your website even though it's backwards <laughs> <laughs> it's backwards in the video but and i need a chain man well you obviously this is a must so just go to amazon hope that it didn't come from china recently and uh or wipe it down with some clorox well, guys, we're probably going to include it soon, but uh, drop any last questions that you have and drop a like on this video, please, guys. Like, we've been out here for Oh, yeah, hours. definitely hook it up with the like. Yeah, and on Ryan's channel, too. Like, we're doing a double stream. So, like, this is crazy. This is actually working, but... Uh, yeah, we, we definitely struggled with the setup because this is my first time with the live stream, but we figured it out. Got the concurrent live streams. Check out Luke's channel, though. He's posting great content over there. The link is right there in the description. So yep. show him some love. And I got Ryan's Ryan's link right down below. He does a lot of different stuff that I don't even touch on. Uh, merch by Amazon. And like he's like we both, every person's going to have different experiences. So he's probably expert at some things. I'm expert at others. And it's just like, that's why we got to collaborate and bring it to you guys. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Because um, like it's maybe FBA is not your thing. I love FBA. That's where I started. But like. Like I said, I just kind of on my journey, I discovered new complementary passive income models, complementary to FBA. And uh, I didn't have to give up FBA to pursue them. So, you know, just put them on your radar. Like Amazon Merch is a great one, especially if you're not doing FBA yet and you want to. Well, Amazon Merch will let you list products for Amazon or on Amazon that are prime eligible. They're basically like print on demand t-shirts like this. You get free money. You never have to give them a credit card. It's free money. When you get a sale, Amazon will fulfill the order, do customer service. All you got to do is post a design, basically. And it teaches you how to create Amazon product listings, albeit it's not through Seller Central. So it's a much easier uh, way of creating product listings. But um, uh, Yeah, I mean, that's that's crazy. And that's just one thing. Like, you get into FBA, you get into Merch by Amazon, and then just this door opens where there's, like, a million other ways to make money online. And next thing you know, you find your own little vibe with certain a certain income source, and you're like, this is my passion now. And, and then maybe you want to go teach it to people and pay it forward because 
you help them get successful, it only gives you a better reputation. And that's kind of the reason I like For sure. Yeah. As long as you're people. authentic, yeah. Absolutely. I got a couple questions. Uh, first of all, what's up to everybody? I have not been good about like reading uh, your names and saying hello, but hello to everybody. Still getting used to live streaming. This is my first YouTube live stream. Uh, someone asked like what my most successful St. Patrick's Day merch by Amazon design was. And, uh, you know, I, contrary to what most people do, like I don't typically chase the big trends. And if I do, it's always like cross niching the big trend with another big trend. So like my second merch by Amazon account, which was really my mom's, I got her over a hundred sales in the 10 tier, which means she was eligible for tier 500. And it was doing what I just described. Like I had basically a game of Thrones quote that was a play on words mixed with Halloween. And as a result that one of the t-shirts went viral and just like made a boatload of money around Halloween, but St. Patrick's day, like I haven't had many good selling shirts. You know what I did do is I took that, uh, you know, that like leprechaun meme, the like sketch, really bad sketch of a leprechaun. Maybe <laughs> I, I like put that on like a t-shirt and a hat basically and had it as like an embroidered hat. So that was probably like my best seller. Um, cause it's like a stupid ass meme from like a TV reporter or something. Dude. Yeah. I want to definitely have you back just so I can talk to you or even not on camera, but we might as well do it live stream again, just to talk. On yeah, how for we sure. Regular, for sure. Like how we would regularly talk. And I just want to ask you about merch by Amazon and, because I want to make more sales with this, and it's crazy that you can set up, you just request an invitation or something like that, and then, boom, you have an account. You don't have to pay anything to get or keep that account. Dude, it's such a great opportunity, man. I call it a tier um, one opportunity. Like, I released another course on other print-on-demand platforms, but it's literally, like, non-Amazon merch. Because Amazon merch isn't a tier of its own. It deserves, like, a whole bunch of attention just on its own. And, um, yeah, man, tier one, like it's a top tier opportunity. Everybody should take advantage for sure. And give us a quick tip on getting accepted. Cause I made one video and my merch by Amazon, like it's probably showing up high on the searches for like how to get approved to merch by Amazon. I made that video. It's taken off pretty well. And a lot of yeah. people from that have thought I'm like some expert and are asking me like, how Dude, do it's I get so approved? funny how many views those, those videos get. It's like. It, you know, I'm going to keep it real. Like, even if you don't, like, fill out that you have a website and you don't – I'm pretty sure it's, like, an automated acceptance. I know just as many people that, like, didn't spend more than, like, two minutes on the application that got in as people that spent a long time on the application got in, truthfully. Even though most videos will say, say you have a blog and you're a designer and all that. Like, I truly think that, like, it's like a coin flip, man. As long as you have a tax ID. That's the thing. Tax ID matters. Like so, in the United so, States, like that helps yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The United States thing, a lot of people that messaged me were from other areas exactly, and they had problems with that. So what, what would you recommend for people outside of the U S do they, should they get, can they get EINs to the IRS just simply and then set that up or. Yeah. I mean, I have a post on my website that, you know, I know most people internationally can't afford, but it's literally entitled like how to open a business in the U S and it directs you to like full service, um, done for you, like with a law firm that will, uh, like open your business in the U S like get it registered, get you a tax ID and a bank account, literally everything you need to get into like FBA merch, whatever else it's pricey. It's probably going to cost you like 1200 bucks, I think. But, like, if there's better alternatives that I'm not aware of because I don't know everything, like, I would love it if people, like, taught me what they did, you know. But that's, like, the biggest thing that'll help. And some people can't get in in general. Like, I have friends in the UK that got in. By the way, this is a pro tip for sure. If you can't get into Amazon merch for whatever reason and you're international, do KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. Sell low-content print-on-demand notebooks. It's honestly equal to Amazon merch in... um if not better, honestly, you post a book to KDP, Amazon instantaneously distributes it to like seven other international markets. So you can sell a notebook that says like first day of school and then it's available on US, UK, Germany, Japan, Spain. It's uh, 
So they translate it and like you can write your own. Like, they don't I translate it. <laughs> I could write a guide to Amazon selling and then just put it on my own book. Dude, you could then... put like an empty notebook though, lined paper. We need to have a separate call about it, honestly. But that is a pro tip that like as this video wraps, like I just wanted to share because it's like I have a, a friend in the UK who hits me up all the time and we just talk KDP nonstop, you know, because he can't get into merch, uh, Amazon merch. So... And also KDP, like not to like flex, but I started in October of 2019 and in December I made $3,150 profit. Like that's, that's real numbers. Like that's completely, that's, it is what it is. You know, I can't guarantee that kind of success for people. Um, but I can say that like I did it and I teach every, I do have a KDP course to just to mention that real quick. Um, if you guys are interested, save 20% using the coupon code unemployed, (laughs) Because you just quit your job. Because I just quit my and job you... and I need the money. So. <laughs> uh, last, last couple questions. questions. Phillips asked him, what do we do? Retail arbitrage, private label, or online arbitrage? I strictly just have been doing private label my own products. Yeah, private label. And then I was doing the FBM print on demand. But I would not mix that with FBA. It really is its own beast. It's not the same. And then Steadfast V says, I have a new brand. Do you think it would be smart to launch two to three products at once or one at a time what do you think if you have the money i'm always a fan of diversification because like you there's no there's no rhyme or reason why like even if the two products are the exact same or three are the same but they're different colors and color has no functional difference one color might sell better you you know it's like human nature they might click one or the other and then from there, you can like see which actually was doing better. I mean, I would say again, like do the little test order thing, maybe a hundred units. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, seventy-five units. Just see how it. Uh, yeah, B Stein saying do one at a time. If you have capital, just I mean, even fifty of each, and by that, even that amount should show you like which one's selling more, and then you can cut your losses, cut that other product out before you spend like a ton of money getting a ton of units and then it doesn't perform so that's what i would say um my dad did that with his watches he had a red blue and black watch the black one sold 10 times more than everyone else the blue sold a bit the red hardly sold and let me let me piggyback off that someone asked like how the merch algorithm works and the merch algorithm uses the same algorithm the amazon like a9 algorithm that everything else abides by the whole catalog does using merch is just like a portal to submit products to the catalog. And like what uh, Luke was just saying, like if you submit like slight variance in products, whether it's merch t-shirts or um, watches or whatever else, like it's not that like one product is better. Like if they're literally the same with a color variant, they're basically the same product, but you never know one, one might just take off. And a lot of it has to do with how the algorithm works where like, it will reward the listing that got sales, you know, like it's tracking impressions that lead to clicks that lead to add to carts that lead to purchases and it rewards search find buy, you know? So whichever one starts getting the sales is the one that will probably start ranking higher, which means more visibility, more sales, you know? And then the the other thing is like variations versus having, or if you have a variation, do you put it on the same listing or do you have it on its own? listing itself make sure you read the amazon category uh rules too (laughs) yeah dude i got my account suspended temporarily for making a parent child variation in a category that wasn't it just wasn't right and i i thought it was okay because like i had seen other products in the same category doing it dude they were like yeah just because you see other people doing it doesn't mean it's right and i was like oh crap like that's not good yeah, and so, I mean, what I meant by that is like same category, you're in the right category, but you just have two different listings of a product sold by itself and then that product with a bundled item. And oh, for sure, have, yeah. I like that approach more too, yeah. Instead of like having it all on one listing. Having the one listing is great though because if you launch that new variation into that listing, you automatically get all get the, the reviews benefit, that were yeah. on that other listing but uh, people might not see that variation stand alone on Amazon when they search for the product. Um, but, dude, we could go on and on yeah. for freaking months. We should crack beers one time and just do a live stream. This this should have been that day. I don't know what YouTube's rules are about. 
like I, I've heard of people getting their channel striked for doing like the wrong thing on live streams. It's why Joe Rogan doesn't post like live streams or doesn't go live anymore. So let's study the rules. And next time we can have some beers. I've, I've drank, I drank a Heineken at a live stream a couple times. And all right. All good. Nothing happened. You're still here. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, dude, like to all the guys watching from my side of the channel, like, thank you guys. Uh, all the comments you guys left and the thumbs ups, like really appreciate it. it. Took us like an hour to figure this out before we got here. And for you guys watching us from Ryan's side of things, like I'd really appreciate you guys coming to subscribe to the channel. Him and I both have expertise on different areas of things too. So you never know. Um, For sure. Complimentary. We'll yeah. Complimentary. And we'll be back to like, kind of get talking about different uh, subjects. So let us know what you want to hear next. For sure. All right, Luke, man, it was great talking to you. And um, yeah, one last reminder, anybody watching this video from my side of things, go ahead, hit the first link in the description, show Luke some love, hit the subscribe button, check out what he's got to offer. And uh, yeah, I'm happy we got this done, man. Yes, dude. Congrats. I got to go celebrate. <laughs> Woo! All right, guys. Peace out. All right. Later.